For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Mr. Mr. North of South American, all the ships at sea, let's go to press. Here we go. Here now with all of today's cruise and travel news and a bit of commentary. It's the guru of the seas himself, Tom Drake. It is indeed himself on this. Uh, well, this is the Monday podcast, Monday, March 4th, 2024. I begin by doing this. You're an idiot. I am so confused about International Dateline. I try to I try to program this based on uh, Eastern Standard Time in the United States, and I am so far away from that. Uh, the last couple of days, Thursday and Friday, had the wrong dates, and it was all a screwball mess. Going forward, I'm counting the days. I have five days here on the other side of the International Dateline. Next week, back to normal. Uh, Maya Copa, I'll try to get it organized. It's not easy being one of the big stars on board the ship, entertaining, meeting people, dinner and drinks, and being, you know, soon to be an award-winning podcaster all at the same time. Anyway, welcome to the podcast. I am the podcaster. You are the podcastees. And that, of course, is the official mascot of this Monday morning mania. And let me remind everybody to check out my good friend BJ Odom's podcast. It's called BJ and Bill. Available anywhere you listen to this podcast. They're on the same platforms. Two old guys talking about old guy stuff. Uh, they're both ret- veteran radio broadcasters from Southwest Florida. Big time guys. Always number one in that market. And they get together once a week and they talk about stuff. And it's very entertaining. It's very funny. And uh, they're very professional. Uh, the BJ and Bill podcast. Check that out. Uh, and welcome to the podcast. And look, I know you, uh, you're wondering, well, well, how is it? I am on Crystal uh, Cruises right now, the Crystal Serenity with the wife as part of entertainment for their world cruise. Very much honored to be part of this, I guess. Um, no, it's pretty good. Came on board. It's the greatest, sweetest gig you could ever hope for. One show at 9 p.m., uh, seven days after I arrive. Traditionally, you get on board and they put you right to work. Not here at Crystal. You get on board and they go, relax, take it easy, go to dinner, have a good time. Service is excellent. I am not going to compare it to Oceana. I will say they're both wonderful products. One difference, they don't have an evening buffet here. It's called the Terraces on Oceana. They do not have that. There are several choices, uh, two specialty restaurants, another one called the Taste, which has kind of eclectic food and a very, very nice uh, grand dining room with uh, excellent service. Uh, it is one-to-one here. Uh, it is all-inclusive. It is a struggle to stay uh altogether sober when they keep offering you another drink and it's included uh but it's a very good product the people are wonderful and one other note about this you know over the years in this business i've been doing it forever i would hear from time to time that the guests on crystal were kind of highfalutin if you know what i mean we have not met 
one guest that hasn't been so nice, so friendly, and I mean, we've met some codependents already. My good friend Timmy, Tim from uh, New York City, oh boy, um, uh, in Avenue Saloon last night, I finally uh, had to leave with the wife, and he goes, no, I'm not ruining the marriage. Uh, we could have sat there and, uh, and until the bartenders threw it, it threw us out. Quality people here, uh, very nice. And we're having dinner uh, over the next couple of nights with friends of friends, uh, and that's so nice, too. They're very good friends of very good friends of ours. I know Arthur's going, how many very good friends do you have? Well, anyway, we'll have some fun doing that. Where have I been? I was in Vananatu, and that's all I want to say about that. Another one of those places that you go because you want to say you've been there. I don't know. You know, it's another island that's too far to go from the United States, basically. Also about this cruise line, they are loaded with enrichment. There are speakers about everything. There's a, a PGA professional on board to help you with your slice or your hook or whatever. Um, really quite a nice product. Let's get to the podcast. That's the purpose. If you're a first-time listener, I haven't been pimping it much here on board lately. I've just been, you know, minding my own business, but I do... I look at what's going on in the cruise and travel industry. I give it to you. I give you the story. Then I give you my my two cents or whatever, cents and a half, um, my point of view, my commentary. And we always start with prayers for the military because they are involved in all kinds of situations around the world. Some we know about, some we don't. Uh, and prayers for the men and women or whatever they call themselves. You know, the update on the Hooties, no blowfish. That's what we call the Iranian-backed whack jobs that are terrorizing the Red Sea and the Suez Canal. The ship they struck uh, a couple of weeks ago, a week and a half ago, with two missiles sunk. The Ruby Mark, it did sink. That's the one that's leaking fuel, has 40,000 tons of fertilizer on board. These guys are, are no good low-life bums. Uh, but, you know, they're like little gnats. You just, we can't find the right insect repellent. And I know the human beings, I shouldn't refer to them as insects, but, you know, like a, that fly that keeps circling around, you just can't hit it. That's what those guys are now. Uh, a little music for this one. Hey, we hit a something, Joey. That's enough. Update on the hoodies. An Italian warship participating in the EU Naval Protection Force. And I guess that is part of the, the EU group. One got there, the Italians got there first, and they were forced to shoot down a Hootie missile on Saturday in what is being called a rare engagement by the country's Navy. No, I'm not going there. Though There's the old Henny Youngman joke. Why do all the Italian warships have glass-bottom boats so they can see the old Italian warships? Thank you, I'm here all week. But anyway, it came within four miles of their their warship, and they had no choice. Um, what, the deal with the EU is if if the if their ships are fired on, they will return fire, but they will not participate in the uh, military actions that the United States and the UK have been doing for quite a while now to try to deal with this once and for all. So it's all going crazy. In the meantime, uh, I didn't see another cruise line yet bail out on the end of the year, but that's all going to happen. So wash your hands and uh, wash your bottle again. So redundant, but yet I had a nice email from a, a friend about that. It's the CDC. Are, they have stories going in all the local newspapers in the United States about outbreaks of gastrointestinal disease. And I'll tell you right here, this is a little bit different. The, the sanitizers here for Crystal, 
they they put out a spray, like a luxury spray. It's not like, you know, a glob that drops in your hand. These are And they're stainless steel with the crystal logo on it. I mean, sharp, really sharp. They're not like a bag of sanitizer just hanging there. Uh, so I hit it all the time. When I go buy one, boom, I have it happen. A school in Alabama, that's in the United States, by the way, for you Canadians and Brits, uh, they closed Thursday, the whole school, after almost 800 students were absent and teachers, they all had norovirus, the gastrointestinal illness, because none of the kids are taught to wash their hands. And the schools, you know, they're putting armed guards at the front doors. They're putting metal detectors. They're going to have to go a step further. This little disease that, that started actually in Norwalk, Ohio, a long time ago. That's why it's called norovirus after Norwalk. Uh, it's a pesky thing like the IBWJs, like the whack jobs. Uh, once it gets in your school, again, it's so easily transferred. It just happens. So kids didn't show up. 50 staff members didn't come in. They're all sick. They're all home. With At that age, it's not deadly. But if you're 85, 90 years old, it'll dehydrate you in a heartbeat. So what am I saying every day? It's annoying already with the, the convention. This is supposed to be about the, the news of the travel and cruise industry. This is huge. This will stop a ship in its tracks. And it's this pesky little thing. Pesky. I have to get a like a sound effect of insects buzzing, like the IBWJs. They're just there. You try to hit them, and they... Anyway, wash your hands. Happy birthday if today's your birthday. Some choices. Marion Makiba. I didn't want to... I don't know why. It's not my thing. Amelia Esteban. He wasn't really a musician, but he was the brains behind the Miami Sound Machine and Gloria Esteban. Uh, Barbara McNair, a fabulous singer, very much like the ladies I had last cruise, uh, last week, I should say. But I went with this. I went a little classical. A little classical. This composer was born, oh, oh man, a long, 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 long time ago. Uh, we're going to put a little, little class here. Let's see if we play this. That sounds like the insects, doesn't it? How many people know what this is? Very busy. Very busy. You would use that in a horror film just before the person got their head cut off. That's Vivaldi, his birthday today, the uh, famous composer Vivaldi. And that is the Singapore Symphony. And the lead violinist there, her name is Chloe Chua, 17 years old. And she's the resident, like, number one violinist. You used to see the video. Uh, pretty amazing. And that's Vivaldi. A little class, a little elegance. How about a follow-up? This goes back to a story last month. Uh, the Blue Lagoon Island is now open to the Bahamas for all the major cruise lines. They had their uh, everything uh, uh, uh colonoscopy done after one of their um, ferry boats just tipped over and they haven't put out the results of the investigation but everything leads toward pure pilot error. This captain tried to negotiate a turn 
with a, a top-heavy ferry, two, a double-decker ferry with 145 people on it, and he laid it right on his side. One lady passed away, and they've never released the results of that, whether that was just fear, heart attack. I don't know that, that it was uh, you know, any other thing. I can't say it one way or the other, but it's reopened. All the major cruise lines, uh, Carnival, Holland America, MSC, Norwegian, they're all going back to the Blue Lagoon. I'm sure a lot of changes had to be made, according to Bobby Meister. He's the manager director. We are pleased to welcome our cruise partners back to Blue Lagoon Island. Uh, he doesn't mention anything about uh, how we've straightened things out here, how it's safer, how we promise more safety. He just says, hey, we got a great uh, a great opportunity here with our private beaches and our calm lagoon. And, you know, as long as you get there in one piece. Hey, Bobby, hey, tell him what you did. Tell him, here's what we did. That that captain's gone, right? He's now driving. He's an Uber driver somewhere else. Uh, we've done this. We've increased our training. We have, when you get on board our, our ferries, we have a boat drill, like on the ship. We tell you where the life jackets are. We tell you how to, how to behave. We tell you not to wander around. We tell you that we have to keep the weight adjusted. Bobby, what the hell kind of press release is this? Tell the people. Hey, you know, when I was on that, that uh three island tour last week on a boat with 22 people the now i wasn't worried because it was a double decker there's only 22 people if the if the boat fell over i was okay but i wanted to know where the life jacket was absolutely um head on a swivel don't believe anybody we were in a shuttle bus uh a van not to a van they didn't have buses here to go into town and this guy's driving like a maniac and i said to the people in the van i'm never gonna drown i'm never gonna die in a plane crash uh, it's gonna end for me on some godforsaken third world island with a guy who probably doesn't even have a driver's license and i'm sitting in the van going well what the hell am i doing here we went into town and it was closed it was sunday anyway blue lagoon is open all right, let's get going. Your tax dollars at work. Your tax dollars at work. The U.S. Embassy, <laughs> the United States em State Department is making friends all over the world. You know, the Bahamas are aggravated with them because they put out warnings. Uh, now they put a warning out about Mexico, a spring break travel warning for Americans planning to visit the country. Exercise caution. In the downtown areas of popular spring break, hey, Peppy, my good pet, my good friend Peppy's on a world cruise of Oceana. Let's discuss this. Uh, this is our embassy saying if you're in downtown Cancun, Playa de Karma, Tulum, after dark, watch yourself. Well, you know what? I don't care where you are after dark. In New York City now, throw that into the mix. It used to be you're okay after dark there. Not anymore. Anywhere you go. So they're telling everybody to be careful also unregulated alcohol and pharmaceuticals. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. We used to pick up medicine. I still do for a friend of mine. I don't buy medicine in Mexico anymore because I don't know what's in the bottle. Uh, I don't know. It's not regulated like it is in the United States. And with the situation with the Chinese fentanyl coming in and killing people on a regular basis, I mean, people are dying uh, by the hundreds, thousands in the United States from fentanyl that's being shipped through. I'm not getting there. I just want to this is not what this is about. But the U.S. Embassy in Mexico said, hey, watch your ass. That's what they should put it out. Just call it. Watch your tuchus. Watch, your thing. Uh, and watch, watch out for counterfeit medication, counterfeit alcohol. Uh, the only thing real will be that weapon the guy has when he mugs you. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So be careful when you go to Mexico. You got it? I don't have a sound effect for that. Just be careful. Say what? I'm telling you, be careful. The battle for the luxury market continues. The Region 7 Seas has launched another promotion called Upgrade and Explore More. Upgrade and Explore More. Get the wording right. Somebody spent a lot of hours designing this. Upgrade and Explore More. And you can sail Alaska or Europe with a free two-category suite upgrade on select cruises between May and November of this year. That's not next year or 26. It's valid on bookings from March 1st to April 30th. You'll also, in some cases, get a $500 shipboard credit per suite. Uh, that credit can be used in the spa, uh, for shore excursions, uh, in the boutiques, uh, wine list. Uh, according to Andrea DeMarco, uh, she's the president of Regionet, we are excited to unveil this new offer that promises to provide discerning travelers with the perfect opportunity to explore the world from the luxury of our spacious ships as they embark on a summer sailing around Alaska and Europe. All right. Europe I get. Europe I understand completely. I'm a little surprised about Alaska. I would have thought by now it's maxed out. But if you are a Regent Seven Seas Cruiser, I offer this uh, not as a uh, free promotion for a company that doesn't pay me for this. I offer it as information. Uh, it's uh, worth looking into. A two-suite. Uh, they're all suites there. So you can go with the bottom, and they'll move you up uh, two levels for the same price. It's <laughs> a pretty good deal. The battle for the most onboard revenue continues. Yeah, we're all about battles today. This is an interesting story. Princess has teamed up with Diamonds International for a selection of the finest jewelry to be on the Sun Princess. For the people that know any, nothing about this, Effie Jewelers. Effie Jewelers has gone into the Caribbean and onto cruise ships uh, like MSC uh, does, like drunken sailors. And all of the jewelry on Princess have been these giant Effie stores. When you're on Princess and you're just walking across the promenade deck, there's like six jewelers standing out in front of the store saying hello to you. And now, you know, Albert, his name is Albert Gadd. He's the CEO of Diamonds International. They made a deal. He's pumped himself up on a princess. Now, listen, Diamonds International has 125 stores, 125. There's nobody bigger in the business. But when your presence has been taken away by Effie Jewelers, you have to do something about it. And Albert decided, you know what? We're going to put a store on the new Sun Princess. Interesting. Now, anybody that's been with me forever know I've teased about Diamonds International to be a sponsor of this podcast for a long time. And it's my own fault that I haven't pursued it. I actually spoke to Albert Gadd, and he was interested in it. Not a problem, but he turned me over to his marketing guy. And we played email tag and back and forth and I finally stopped bothering him uh, but I am going to get him on him when I get home next week uh, I'll, be, I'll be on top of him because it is a wonderful operation Albert his brother Tanzanite International uh, I mean they're it I mean they're having 125 stores you don't get 125 stores if you don't treat people right this is not a commercial for them by the way but it's just the way it is but in the meantime it's interesting because it's a battle for the most onboard revenue I mean Rolex 
first run Rolex, not use Rolex. They're on Explorer Journeys because the people at Rolex said, you know, there's business out here. There's business out here on the high seas. You know about the Sun Princess? They have, I don't know how many new stores, 6,000 square feet of boutique space and things like that. It Onboard revenue. And, you know, if you can sell them the diamond while they're on the ship as opposed to trying to get them when they get off the ship, that's what they're doing. Of course, uh, they are known for the crown of light. It's their own particular cut. Um, you know, they have their own mine. These guys are huge. And this is a particular cut of a diamond called the crown of light. If you're ever in a Diamonds International store, uh, just go in and take a look at it. That's nothing but nothing but absolutely gorgeous. All right, here we go. Safety violations, you think? Negligent? I guess not. This goes back four years ago to New Zealand's White Island. Here's the difference between the United States and other parts of the world, especially Australia and New Zealand. Um, people were taken from a Royal Caribbean ship, Oasis of the Seas, on a tour of the White Island with an active volcano. And it erupted. And it killed 22 people and left others with horrific burns. And so... The people who were responsible for this were sentenced in Auckland District Court on Friday. But they weren't sentenced for negligence, manslaughter, um, any of that. They were, they, were, they were sentenced for health and safety failings. Health and safety. They killed 22 people. And all it is is fines. Nobody's seeing jail time. I mean, this is pure, absolute negligence. In the United States, no, you're not walking. You're not walking. You're in charge of this, you know, all the, I won't name all these companies, but, you know, the helicopter company, they knew this volcano was active, and they, everybody took chances. And this is what I talk about, head on a swivel. If you're out here on a cruise, man, don't take anybody's word for it. You do your own due diligence because this is this is nuts. These people are like, damn, we're going to go to uh, where there's a volcano. It's going to be okay, though, because they said it would. Uh-uh. And they had to pay a lot of money. But what's money worth? 20 people are dead. But what happened in the U.S.? Oh, no, man. Somebody's going to see some prison time. We don't screw around with that stuff, but it's Australian. It's New Zealand. It's New Zealand. All right. I like this tease. Hey, we have enough pilots. Get somebody to answer the phone. Southwest Airlines announced they're going to reduce their pilot hiring for 2024 after record hiring the last two years. They have a lot of pilots now. They just don't have enough people to answer the phone. If you remember, it would be a year ago, December, when all hell broke loose because they have the most antiquated system for for a crew and pilot check-in. They call people. and They don't have emails and other stuff. You know, streamline, whatever. So they've decided to know they have enough pilots. Uh, last year, they hired, are you ready for this? They hired 1,916 pilots. So I don't know where they got them from. I sure as hell hope they know what they're doing. Uh, the airline, they hired in 2022, 1,140. And that was because they had 5,000 pilots take early retirement in 2020, pandemic time. They decided to pack it in. Carriers, carriers have also had to replace a steady stream of pilots as they reached the mandatory age of 65. So when you get on board a Southwest flight, take a look at the cockpit. If Doogie Howser's up there, hey, what are you going to do? Hey, you know, as you get older, and I am older, and I look at people in charge now, I go, seriously? This is, really? They're kind of young. But, you know, some of them came in the military. A lot of them are coming from commercial training now. 
Um, regional, uh, by the way, regional U.S. carriers that operate flights under, uh, you know, like United United Express or Delta Connection, they still have a shortage of available pilot recruits, in particular captains, and that's reduced their amount of the, what they can do because they 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 don't have people to fly the planes. <laughs> oh man, I can't wait to get home. I just can't wait to get home. I'm on a United 787 Dreamliner. Hopefully, you know, the, the windshields will stay in place and all the engines will work, and we'll see how that works out. How are we doing on time on this happy Monday, Tommy? Ah, oh, we are. Oh, we be. Uh, Kathy, I'm sorry. I think we'd be a little short. We might be a little short today. Waste not, want not, not to toss it in the water. You ever have a a morning where you wrote this tease and don't know what it means. Uh, this is about food waste. It's interesting. You know, for years, cruise lines are allowed to dispose of food waste at sea. It has to be treated in a certain way. Well, now they have these uh, bio digesters uh, and uh, the new Sun Princess has 26 of these bio digesters. And in the old days, they used to take the scraps and give it to the crew mess. That's a joke, by the way. <laughs> I do wish oh, no, chatting. that's the wrong button. I move things around. So now they have these uh, biodigesters, and they reduce it down to nothing. And where do you hear this, though? And then it's kind of turned into uh, wastewater, and then it goes through a process where it's actually safe for drinking. Under maritime regulations, as outlined by the International Maritime Association and within the limits of some things, ships are allowed to dispose of waste at sea, provided it is ground to a size that allows it to disperse quickly and at a certain distance from land. Uh, while uh, under legal conditions, this practice has raised environmental and sustainability concerns. This is an issue in Alaska. If you're sailing the inside passages of Alaska, you can't really put anything in the water, so you must go out. Um, and also to make water, you can't make water. Uh, it doesn't work in the inside passages. So I know this being involved with the crew. When we're in the inside passages, there's severe water restrictions for the crew, not for the guests, for the crew, because otherwise they would run out of water. But now here on these new big ships now, these biodigesters are pretty amazing. They use a natural aerobic digestion. A natural aerobic, that's like when you're chewing a sandwich on the on the treadmill, I think. Natural aerobic digestion, and it breaks down the food waste, the, the food waste into water, and then they treat it. And you know that soup you had on Tuesday? <laughs> you're drinking it on Thursday. I don't know if I can warm up to that idea. I don't know. I'll give it some thought. How about you? I warned you. Some people are going good. Good. Short is good, Tommy. We don't need 32 minutes. 26, 27. I got things to do. Unlike you, podcaster, we have a life. All right. Enjoy Monday. It is Monday for me. I am so confused. It is Monday, March 4th, right now when I am recording this. You will listen to it on your Monday, which is tomorrow. That's how I get confused. And here's the problem. You want to know the truth? Transparency. I record this, but I don't put it up until much later in the day so it arrives in the United States at 5 in the morning. Well, sometimes when I'm putting up, it's 11 o'clock at night, and I've come back from some drinks at the Avenue Saloon, and that's what happened. So I apologize. You know, 
I'm not perfect. Here's what I believe. I don't care what you believe. I believe that I'm doing the best I can with a limited amount of uh, knowledge and uh, a lot of alcohol. Thanks again for the shares, the likes. I see people on all of my my uh, sites on Facebook sharing it. Thank you. I hope it's in, I hope it's informative for people. I hope it's a uh, educational. I mean, we're learning about a. Uh, you didn't know about the Italian warship, huh? Hey, baby, we hit it. Those guys were happy. Hey, break out the mozzarella, huh? We nailed that mother. You didn't know about that. There's things you're learning you didn't know about. You didn't know it was Vivaldi's birthday. You probably didn't care either. How about the outbreak in Alabama? Can I emphasize enough? Wash your hands. Wash them often. And if, you're, if your grandkids or your kids are going to Mexico for spring break, tell them to be careful at night. Head on a swivel, people. Head on a swivel. All right, my job is done. Talk to you tomorrow. It took him a while. A lazy duck. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.